actually have time.is pulled up. I gotta start recording. All right. And I'm recording. Ooh. There we go. So how are we doing? <laughs> uh, we're we're underground fighting. Well, fighting uh, gravity and liquid right now, but potentially fighting uh, hollows. Oh yeah, some kind of a yeah. Suit so creature. Let's see. I forget exactly what tipped us off to go down here. Yo, we're trying to get a fence to sell your yeah. electroplasm to. Mm-hmm. Well, we found a so, fence, but like to prove our yep. worth, we had to do something down here. Yep. Get something out of a sister, right? Yeah, her her name is Sabina Halfoff. For uh, her to become loyal to y'all, she wanted y'all to procure an item that one of her clients uh, has requested. Uh, and it's this supposedly uh, magical rod uh, from back before the cataclysm uh, that was in the Undercity. That's what y'all were coming down here to look for. All right. And uh, she had, like, a partial map. Y'all compared it to your new underground map that y'all had just gotten as part of a, uh, a upgrade to find your way to the underground. So, um, so we made our way down into this sort of underground, and we found that there's basically like a town that you, down here that used to be occupied. And while we were making our way toward the cistern, we saw a bunch of um, they're hollows. They're kind of like zombies. Hollows, hollows. They're the kinda body like without the soul-ish thing. Right. So we sort of snuck our way around them. And the three of you made your way to the cistern. Tabitha, you gave yourself gills? Is that right? I did. I gave myself gills. <laughs> Is that, do you know if that's reversible? No. We'll find out. <laughs> but what's the harm? And I'm uh, sure it'll be fine. I think, Sophia, you're just swimming, right? No, I was belaying the rope. Oh, right. And then uh, I was sort of hanging back and noticed uh, a hull, like a big robot, walking toward us. And there were also some other hulls that were not moving around, I think. And the hull walking towards us, I, I was able to see that it was Flint's, had, had Flint's soul inside of it. And I think that's roughly... I, I tried to get to a better position, and uh, that made it so I could not warn you guys that this whole thing was coming. Yep. Or, like, what yeah. it was. You guys could hear it, I think. But I think yeah. Tobias was... Uh, or whatever, Cliff, was keeping a uh, an eye out, like he was being a yeah. uh, standing watch. Um, getting getting ready to, to jump in the cover and hide. <laughs> a couple of other things. So the cistern itself is, uh, like was surrounded by a large group of the hollows. Mm-hmm. Like, the hollows haven't tried to attack y'all at all. Uh, they kind of haven't really been paying y'all any attention. They've just been slowly walking around the cistern. You did notice that Rorik was one of the hollows, uh, Rorik's body. We also noticed Pendulous Creature above the cistern, which is slightly concerning. Yeah, right. that there is a big, like, writhing mass of flesh stuck to the underside of Duskwall up above, uh, clinging to one of the s- support to a different pillars. Adventure. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> and uh, there weren't other holes down here. I think I just messed up speaking. There when I was tr- or something? Yeah, they, they were that's, hollows. That's right. That's right. You, I think you did correct yourself. Because, like, the uh, Flint 
Whole Flint was uh, stomping his way down the street through the hollows, which seemed to be kind of making way for him. Yeah, I've uh, got on my notes that Isker is diving towards the building under the cistern, and Virgil is about to fight Flint, currently in a risky position, and Iskra has bad gills. Um, fight, fight Flint again. Iskra has excellent gills. Yeah, they're excellent they just... gills. They're just permanent. <laughs> they just have. I recall you rolled two ones on that when you were trying I, to, you I know, yeah. tinker them into place. So I want to start with Sophia and Cliff. Uh, y'all have been feeding this rope down to Iskra as she's swimming down there. You know, at the edge of this cistern, it's, you know, the water on the cistern itself is, like, old and stagnant. It's murky. You can see Iskra's light down there uh, that she took down with her, that greenish glow from the electroplasmic lantern. I have moss. <laughs> she has the poison No, the it's poison the bioluminescent moss. That light doesn't make it quite as far as the lantern light does. Hmm. The uh, the noise of the hollows around you is... It's kind of unsettling because it's all of the noise of a crowd bustling around you without any of the presence of actual people being there. So it's got you kind of on edge, a little unnerved. This sound of shuffling and stomping uh, around you. Both of you had gone to look into the Strathmill house, hadn't you? In the previous session? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, so when you were trying to find informants that way, one of the things that y'all had learned was that some of the children of the Strathmill house had disappeared after being sent on errands to the crow's nest itself and that's kind of on your mind when you look at some of these hollows and see that they are in fact children walking around they don't look old or worn down like some of the other hollows do they look fairly fresh they're dressed in the sort of clothes that you're used to seeing street urchins in uh, crow's foot wearing, you know, kind of tattered and dusty. And I think that there's uh, just a scene where you both get a good look at two holes on the side of one of the ch children's neck. Holes, H-O-L-E-S. Yes, two, yes, there's not two small robots on the side of this. Uh... <laughs> That'd be pretty cool, though. Yeah, it would be cool. I'll have to put that in my uh, notes for next time. Have we ever seen anything like that? Have you? In, in, all, in all my travels among the Dagger Isles, have I seen any of that? Anything like that? Or is that, you know, bringing me rainy bells for, like, a cultural boogeyman? Sounds like a vampire to me. Most cultures here have stories that tell about vampires. Yeah, um, okay. They are evil spirits that have inhabited a body in order to sustain that body they have to replenish it with other people's spiritual essences uh did we make a vampire by putting rorik into lissa that's not how vampires work is it i don't know <laughs> he said evil spirit <laughs> inhabiting a body that it needs to sustain it's not it's not evil um <clears throat> i wouldn't go that far 
Anyway, Iskra, you're underwater, so oh, that's true. you're I'm not sorry. there for that conversation. How am I doing, by the way? Well, uh, so you feel pretty well at home down there. Uh, the water feels, you know, cold, and it tastes strange in your mouth and gills as you're breathing through them. It's kind of weird, you know, getting used to breathing through gills rather than lungs, but you're able to figure it out fairly quickly. <laughs> that's good. <laughs> Underneath there, in the cistern, you find a small uh, stone hut, kind of in the bottom center of it. You you had gotten the vaguest of impressions of it before, when you were up above the water, but you definitely see it down there now. Alright. It isn't particularly remarkable from what you can see of it here in the dank water. Dank, bro. <laughs> Maybe this is like a giant bong for the city. That's why it's so dank. This is where the bong water goes when you pour it down the sink. That's what makes the rod magical. It's the 420 rod. So uh, inside the stone hut is a squat well built of ancient brick. The stagnant water of the cistern has slowly dissolved the mortar uh, between the bricks over the centuries. A stone slab covers the well and embedded in the slab is a seven branched rod of smooth wood. Each branch is tipped with a small blue jewel, faintly glowing in the darkness of the hut. In your lantern light, you can see that the walls of the hut are decorated with a mural depicting a large green orb lashing out tendrils at a group of blue-robed figures surrounding it. In the center of the figures, one is holding up the seven-branched rod as chains bind the orb. And I don't have a picture of this rod, but I've got a picture of, like, what it tends to look like. Alright. That's the general shape of it. Just imagine that the end of each of those branches, and at the very tip, a glowing blue jewel, and that it's made out of some sort of smooth, hard wood. Grab that rod and get out of here. (laughs) Alright, I'm going to firmly grasp the rod. Okay. Does anything happen? I mean, you're holding, you're holding the rod. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna pick it up. Okay, make that check. What check? <laughs> yeah, the picking up things check. The picking yeah. up things check. I yeah, pass. Make that picking up things check. I've picked up things many a time. I, mean, I know what I'm doing. I did I... describe how this thing's like embedded in that stone slab, right? Well, I'm pretty I mean, sure I wrote that in my notes. You say embedded. You're right, I did say embedded. Okay. Wreck it. I don't want to wreck it, I don't want to risk breaking it. Command it. <laughs> I'm going to tinker with it and see if I can I'm get it loose. It. Okay. Is this risky, Jeremy? Uh, yeah, y'all are in a risky position. Is it standard, Jeremy? Uh, we'll say it's standard, just because you're used to... You're not used to tinkering with things underwater, but you do have your fine tinkering tools, so... That's true. Yeah, I mean, if you're going to use those, it'll make it normal. Yeah. Risky standard. Uh, do I get a bonus from anything? Uh, nope. All right. That's a five and a six. Nice. Excellent. Yeah, so you are able to remove the rod without snapping it in half. <laughs> uh, as you pull it out, uh, light starts emitting from underneath the well. Oh, that's probably fine. Through the hole that the uh, rod was, or was uh, blocking. I'm going to take some mud from the bottom, like some of that silt, and sort of seal it over. All right. Well, we're going to flip back the Flint at this point. So, Flint, when we had last seen you, you had managed to get off the roof that you were looking at, uh, and it 
if I recall, you were trying to shove your soul rock into the uh, into Flint's hole to try to suck him out of it. You, you did just say Flint, so am I supposed to be playing Flint now? Flint wasn't up on a roof. Flint <laughs> was in a hole. I was not trying to shove oh no God. rocks inside my body. All right, so let's go to Virgil, because I don't think that's what Flint sounded like. <laughs> Flint didn't have Flint a voice before, like, uh, I'm pretty I'm sure. Dying. You've murdered me. Why are you uh. No, Flint, Flint said nothing before, I'm pretty sure. Anyway, so so we're to Virgil now, though, instead of Flint? That's just how quickly you killed him. He didn't even have a chance to say anything. He may not have been dead before we left. I'm pretty it's sure not, he was dead. We never clarified that. You killed him with lightning. Well, I now you're fighting his him. ghost and a robot, so you uh, take that as you will. He's dead now. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody killed him. <laughs> Somebody killed him with lightning. <laughs> you know that's a body that you left behind, right? Oh, this is man. why you don't leave bodies behind. <laughs> we left two bodies behind. Because we didn't get Rourke's body either. Yeah, so the so I, I got on top of this roof, the hole that I could see with my um, fine spirit mask uh, contained uh, Virgil. Saw him go by. Wait, Not, you're in there now? Gosh. Contained Flint. <laughs> uh, the hole that contained Flint walked by. And I decided, what I said right before we ended was that I was going to try and sneak up behind him and uh, suck out the soul from the hull with my spirit rock. And that still seems like probably a pretty good idea. Sure. I want to try and sneak up behind Flint without him noticing. Well, make that check then. That sounds like a... Um, prowl. A prowl. Probably. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So risky, right? Risky. Um, standard? Yep. Risky standard. Okay, this is gonna be one die. Nice. That's a six somehow. A six. Good job. All right. So yeah, the hole keeps walking down this road towards the cistern. Uh, You're able to slip in between the uh, the hollows that are in the road as well, and kind of blend in with them a little bit so that you can get behind him. Since you got a six, I'm also going to go ahead and give you that back towards the way that y'all came, the same direction that Flint was coming from. That big spiral staircase, you can see several blue lamps coming down that staircase. Hmm. Uh, some some are already at the bottom of it and coming towards y'all. That's probably hmm. fine. Okay. Are blue lamps a signature of any one particular group? I'd say so. Wasn't there a circle of the blue flame or something like that? Yep. Yeah, we could rename them to that, the circle of the blue <laughs> flame. <laughs> what was it? Just the circle of flame, but I'm fine with circle of blue flame. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. I remember them coming up because they want or that that was the group that wanted Rorik's body. So they both wanted Rorik's body. They also in that like initial scenario that y'all didn't participate in, but was like your, you know, starting point. Y'all had to had gotten a artifact for Fitz out of a warehouse that was run by the Unseen. And while y'all were trying to bring it back, the Circle of Flame had tried to take it from you guys. That was that eyeball, that uh, that floating eyeball that 
uh, Fitz keeps in his office now. Alright. So yeah, y'all have had run-ins with these people before. I don't imagine they like us particularly. If I was to quantify it with a number. Or a negative one. Yeah, (laughs) that sounds about right. (laughs) Alright. I feel negative one towards these people. Wow, these people? Jeremy. Whoa. These flamers. Jeremy. So So what you doing, Virgil? So how close was I able to get in my my sneak capades uh i mean with that uh six i'd say that you got to where you want to be at okay here's the thing this rock was was flint's that's right flint had owned this well flint had owned half of this rock because you've made it bigger by adding in the rock that you found in uh briscoe's cauldron oh right 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 and you had also noticed that it had slowly been getting bigger on its own just because of the uh, souls it seemed to be consuming. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. does seem to be eating souls. Good thing you keep that in your pocket. Yeah, it's probably not hurting me at all. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. Jeez. Why don't you hit him with lightning? I mean, that's always worked. <laughs> I do kind of want to hit him with lightning because I feel like it would be a little bit anticlimactic if I just you know, shove this rock up his whole body. Go ahead and finish that sentence. Tailpipe. Whole body. His, his whole butthole. Right. <laughs> I think, you know, we, this is how this all started. It, it makes sense that this is, this is how I uh, end it. I hold up my... Oh, Jeremy, can I, can I cast lightning if we're underground? Uh, so I had asked you this question before, and you said that you can because you pull the energy for it out of the ghost field. That sounds like what I said. Yes. Yeah. So I think uh, I'm just gonna tease. Do, would I get a bonus if I surprise him? Yeah, I'd give you an extra. In fact, I won't give you an extra die for it. I'm going to give you, I'm going to make it standard instead of limited effect. Okay. All right, I think I'm, I, yeah, I'm because just Because gonna... you did kill him with lightning before, so now his metal body has taken precautions against lightning. Mm, that, that does make some really sense. I really feel like He's... you should use the spirit rock here, but... You're underwater, you can't offer advice. <laughs> I can, I can do, I contain multitudes. One of those multitudes is, <laughs> is I can, I can shock the shit out of things. So I'm going to push myself. To cast Tempest. So pushing myself, I take two stress. Is that right? That's right. Two stress to push yourself. And it's a risky standard, right? Mm-hmm. That's so, right. And this is an attune roll. And right. it's a two, a five, and a three. All right. So a five means um, for risky, you do it, but there's a consequence. You suffer harm, a complication occurs. You have reduced effect. You end up in a desperate position. Now, I believe uh, so, I believe I so, used my so what do you think last time when yeah, I get my I, moxie I'm, back. I think that you also used your moxie as well. Yeah, and we get the moxie so, at the beginning of each heist. So at the yes. yeah at okay. the beginning of each heist, not each uh, session. Yeah, so I cannot use that in this situation. Okay, yeah, so I end up in a desperate situation. Limited effect. Got it. Well, no, you decide uh, like. What, how how does this play out? How did you... Yeah. So you did I think, it, but there's something goes wrong about right. it. Right. So I think I think probably, you know, I, I get up behind Flint with his hull. 
uh, hole and I'm doing a real great job sneaking and I just get so excited. I'm, I'm so, I'm so excited that I, uh, may- maybe I just can't contain myself and I say something like, Flint, remember me? And he like stops and he turns. And, and I'm like, I'm like, I need that soul you took from me. That's yours or something dumb like that. And, and (laughs) that gives him time to sort of brace himself. So then when I fire the electricity, you know, some of it like kind of hits the ground maybe, or doesn't quite hit him. Okay. So yeah, uh, he's, you know, he's definitely aware of you, uh, Flint, you know, he's in this like big, massive hole. Like it's easily... Uh, half again your size with this ivory carving the shape of like a crow or a ra- I think I said a raven a raven on his face an ivory raven and as you shock him like the lightning just like courses around him and then into the ground you can hear the pistons and the gears whirring inside of it uh, and his voice echoes hol- hollowly through a voice box. He says, Virgil. And that's all he says before he tries to uh, swing at you. I don't think he hits you because I'm not going to both cause you... I'm not going to do three bad things to you. Um, that's the first. You know, I think it's good enough that you have reduced effect and you wind up in a desperate position. But I think that that's what the desperate position is, is that... He knows that you're here, and he's focused on you, even when the entire cistern starts glowing with a bright light. So yeah, Sophia and Cliff, that's what you guys see. Uh, Y'all hear, like, the thunderclap come down from that direction, the direction back to where you see. When you look, you start seeing those blue lights off in the distance hurrying their way down the staircase and then the entire cavern is lit up by this bright light that is now emanating from the cistern uh illuminating the pulsating flesh beast above you that's helpful this crib must have found the light in fact i think it illuminates it enough that y'all can see the tendrils that have extended from this thing and are attached to all of the hollows around you just extension cables hanging out everywhere (laughs) just a bunch of cables if they're walking in a circle Uh uh-huh how is it not like twisting it into a big knot of braid of like twisting tentacles that's a great question it's really weird (laughs) if only we had a you know an arbiter of the narrative to explain that to us (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's uh like if you're trying to pay attention to that, uh, you can see the cables like shifting around this amorphous flesh Alien. beast. Alien. I okay. uh, I give I give two sharp tugs on the rope, hoping that <laughs> hoping that Iskra will. You still feel a weight on the end of it, so at least there's that. Uh, yeah, Iskra, the water you're in, uh, there's a bright light coming out of that uh, well right now. Um, as as soon as I got the um, turgid rod, I started pulling myself up towards the surface, kicking and swimming as best as I can, and pulling myself up along the rope. All right. If you're trying to get out of there quickly, why don't you make like a, I don't know, <sighs> finesse? Why? Or skirmish? I'm being careful. I'm, I'm moving as quickly All as right. I can, but and I'm not like being reckless. Swimming. Yeah, prowl. Okay, yeah, it'd be prowl then, wouldn't it? Prowl 
Go fuck yeah. your- I didn't have to roll something to go down here. It was easy then. You didn't have a light you were trying to escape. Why? I only have one tick in Prowl. I mean, you can push yourself. <sighs> no, I can't. <laughs> I mean, what if I yank on the rope and help? Uh, uh, yeah, if you want to give yourself some stress to help give her out, yeah, that would that would give you one. Is this risky? I'm pretty sure that John put y'all in a desperate position. Oh, yeah. Nice. Sorry. That's XP. What's the effect? Yep. I think it's standard effect. And I get one bonus dice because Sophia is helping pull me up. Mm -hmm. That's a three and a three. Double three. That's threes. not great. You know, if you add those together, it'd be a six. Can I add so them it's, <laughs> it's the worst outcome. You suffer severe harm. A serious complication occurs. You lose this opportunity for action. Or you can spend the point of moxie to bump it up one level. Do I still have my moxie? I think the only person that used it last time was John. Yeah. Yeah, I'll, I'll bump it up to the partial success. Okay. So don't forget to go ahead and give yourself a tick in prowess uh, because of making that desperate action. Uh, uh, so you do it, but there's a consequence. You suffer severe harm. A serious complication occurs. You have reduced effect. What do you think happens? Why, so, why do you think this turns out badly for you? I think there's a complication. Like, this light was not on and now it's on. This rod was clearly holding something at bay or in place or something. And now we are lit up for everybody to see. So we have attracted the attention of uh, everybody in the cave, probably. Yeah, I think that makes a lot of narrative sense. So as uh, Sophia pulls you out of the water, you're coughing. Some of that turgid water had gotten into your <laughs> lungs and... As you look up, you can see that all of the hollows have stopped walking around and are just staring at you and your group. In all of my uh, academic career, have I heard of anything like this monster that I can now see very clearly? No, I don't think so. What about in all of my, like, f like, physical career when I'm, when I'm, Working on the peoples of the underworld, has anybody mentioned this? No, this doesn't seem like a thing that normally exists. <laughs> <laughs> but you can see it pretty clearly here in this light. It seems like energies from the light are like crackling around that thing, and you start hearing reverberating through this cavern the deep echoing noise of a heart beating. Oh, that's fun. We should probably run. Where's, uh, where's Virgil? He'll be fine. Do we see Virgil from our position at the edge of the cistern? Well, you could probably see the back of the hull that Virgil is fighting now that the uh, caverns all went lit up. You might have seen the, the giant lightning bolt. Well, they saw that when it happened. Yeah, and they definitely yeah. heard the thunder crack from that. Yeah. yeah, what do you guys do? You've got all of these hollows staring at you. Oh, now they're paying attention. Okay, yeah, I didn't catch that. Yeah. Well, let's. what if we just slowly edge our way out of this group of hollows? No sudden movements. We're just leaving. That sounds like a group action. For what? I mean, it was the same sort of thing as when y'all tried to get out. If you're trying to <sighs> move slowly without, the, uh, without drawing these guys' ire... 
That sounds like a uh, prowl group action, right? Does anybody have good prowl? Everyone's gonna make that roll, but one person chooses to be the leader. Y'all go with the best roll, and the uh, leader takes stress for every one to three. Can any? I thought they only took one stress. We established that last time. Yeah, they take one stress for every roll. That's a one to three. Yeah, for every failed yeah. roll, basically. Does anybody uh, want to take this? I have the least this? stress, so I can lead it. All right. It's got the one dot. Is this standard, Jeremy? Yeah, it's gonna be desperate standard. Alright. That's a four. We need cliffs, too. Oh, probably, yeah, yeah. God, he really does sound like me. <laughs> it must be really confusing to the, to the listeners. It is. Oh, that's a three. Wow, cliff. Wow. <laughs> I did it. Alright, so, uh... Dick. Mark, so, Sophia, um, take a stress. Ah, piss. And we'll take the six, though. Yeah. Uh, but y'all are able to slowly move through this press of hollows. Like, as you're moving through them, they all turn to stare at you. But once you get about halfway through, they all turn in unison to stare at the thing that they are attached to up there in the sky. In fact, I should probably make a clock for this, huh? So, uh, yeah, let's, yeah, let's make so a fun. clock right here. I noticed uh, Flint doesn't have any ticks on his clock. Did I not hurt him at all? Oh, I'm sorry. That's a lot of. That's a big clock for that man. Uh, I mean, he is a he's a big robot dude that has no physical body. I was going to go help you with Flint, but I don't. That's like a lot of clocks to fill. So I think maybe you should leave. Yeah, I mean, I don't think I I I ain't someone who's good at just you know. Smashing, and we do have these circle of flame people um, that are coming, so probably don't want to be around for them either. Yeah. I cannot under. Oh, God, please stop. Um, <laughs> <laughs> for those at home, the, the, the clocks keep rotating into a skewness. <laughs> All right, so what's what's going on? So yeah, let's go back to Virgil. So yeah, uh, you got your bad one liner off. Uh, and Flint is now staring at you. Uh, behind the glass eyes of this ivory raven, you can see the gears whirring up in the high gear. Steam starts billowing out of him as he seems to be, uh, charging up his lasers or whatever. I, I took a look at what hulls have. They're electroplasmic projectors, not lasers, is what it has. So it shoots oh, out electroplasmic Oh, he does energy. have lasers. Oh, okay, thanks for telling me that. Yeah, oh, I thought I thought you just had forgotten <laughs> what it was that he had. Yes, he's got essentially lasers, but they're electroplasmic projectors. All right, I, I, see, I see sort of two options. One is I've got an idea for a way to maybe slow him down uh, and, and get away with my dudes. But also the way that we came, I know there's dudes that way. Unless... Yeah, I'm just gonna throw the frickin' rock at him and hope for the best. So I pull the pull the rock out of my pocket, and he said, and I say something like, "Flint, th thanks for this rock. I thought you might want it back." And I throw it at him. Well, okay. Oh, this is great. So that's a hunt. A desperate hunt. Uh, yep. Desperate. We'll say standard. It's a four. A four. Okay. So. You throw this rock at him, and for a brief moment, you can see in the ghost field the energies rippling around it, but he catches it in his giant claw-like hands, and 
the energies start dissipating around it. So now I just gave him the rock back. Uh, yep. That was a bad idea. Yeah. Uh, he looks at it and says, thank you for returning this to me. Now, get out of my sight before I crush you like the bug you are. What even is that rock? What were you doing with it? You don't need to worry about that. At least your demon sex lady will be happy. She wanted you to get rid of it, so. Yeah, well, I just didn't want to get rid of it this way. Um, okay, well, he's telling me I can leave. Sort of cautiously try and make my way back to toward my friends. Okay, yeah, you see him cha- charging up his electroplasmic repulsors. Projectors, Jeremy. That's, I, I, it's five seconds ago I he told you the, the real name. He's gonna shoot <laughs> you is the point. I get out of dodge. Okay, yeah, make that, uh, get out of dodge check. Can I say this isn't a tune roll? Of course not. <laughs> you can say anything you want. Yeah, so I think um, running away is going to be, like, prowl. Uh, yeah, uh, that's what it's looking or... like. Unless you have some other thing that makes sense. Uh, I want to use, like, a smoke bomb to help me out. I don't know if I have a smoke bomb, though. I was just looking through my stuff. That is specifically a tinker, some tinker gear right there. Yeah, yep. probably. I have okay. smoke bombs. Now, if right. you want to use a flashback to say why you have one... I I have one stress left before I, I mean, take mean, if shot. you want to spend two stress to get that smoke bomb, you're more than welcome to. Well, no, because I... I Would you rather to. have trauma or harm? <laughs> <laughs> Trauma's uh, permanent. I think you can De- resist, but... Uh, desperate. Yeah, if you try to resist the harm, you're going to get more... Well, he, tra- might, he might have more stress. For armor. Yeah, I got space for armor. So, uh, standard... Yeah, desperate standard. That's a four. A four. Uh, you do it, but there's a consequence. You suffer severe harm. A serious <laughs> complication occurs. You have reduced effect. I think this one's pretty obvious. You're able to like dodge out of the way uh, just in time as this electroplasmic beam that would have torn you asunder instead just catches you partially. So rather than getting a level 4 harm of Annihilated, uh, you'll get a level 3 harm. D- didn't he tell me to get Lasered. out of here? Now is, why is he shooting me? You did kill him with lightning. Yeah, why, why would you believe that he was going to let you get out of here? Just because I, the GM, like, won't, uh, won't lie to you doesn't mean that... Bygones. Okay, what, what was the name of the level 3 harm you gave me? Uh, lasered? Lasered. Do you want right. to use armor to reduce that? Should be electroplastically projected, but whatever. <laughs> yeah, let's let's use, let's say I, I threw on some armor. Uh, I've got to use two ticks for armor. If the line's connecting them, yeah, you have to use two. Okay. So, oh, and you still have melancholia? Yeah. Oh, interesting. So everything that you've done so far should have been at less effect. <laughs> So let me just go ahead and take a couple ticks off of him. All right, so is that going to make it a level two harm? Yes, using that's going to make a level two harm. Uh, we'll we'll call it electroplasmed. How about plasma burns? What about projected? Projected. Okay, a level two harm of projected. So so what's it like when you're shot by an electroplasmic projector? Because well, I'm thinking that. Like, with a name like Projector, maybe it's not, like, destroying you. It's not like a laser. Maybe it's, like, actually ripping your spirit from your body. Yeah, I mean, it says plasmic energy as an electric shock. 
or as a directed beam. I mean, I think like your your suggestion of like a laser makes sense. I mean, I've got uh, some armor on, so it's a glancing blow. It hits my armor, but my armor immediately heats up to like past the boiling point. The and boiling point of armor? Of water. <laughs> of skin, Tabitha. Of skin. <laughs> so it's like my my... My arm goes, there's like a sudden pain, and then it's just like total numbness as like the nerves like stop reporting how much heat and how much pain that there should be there. Like I don't quite notice how bad I've been hurt. All right. So you guys probably see this happen, the rest of you. (laughs) So skin doesn't really boil so much. You don't see a mech warrior firing uh, lasers at me. No, I said they do see it happen. Yeah, I'm shocked. But there's got to be another way out of here, right? The only How thing that y'all are aware of is that uh, spiral staircase. Can I yell at them? Uh, they did pretty well on that on that uh, prowl roll, so I don't know if you particularly know where they're at right now. And you could yell out, and maybe they could hear you. Well, I'd probably yell out something like, you know, the circle of flames coming. I mean, the circle of blue flame. You know, so, yes. something like that. Did you so I'm hear- like... The voice of Virgil yelling, run, save yourselves. <laughs> uh, I think I did, yeah. All right, so... Um, Wait, what is the Circle of Blue Flame doing? Well, right now they're hurrying down that road. There's some probably close enough for Virgil to see. It's kind of hard to see, like, make out features because they're wearing these big blue robes with just a, like, crimson eye emblazoned on the front of it. All right, so the, the scenario as it is, is the three of them are have left the cistern. They've made it past the group of hollows. Uh, they're kind of like, I mean, y'all could be anywhere around there that y'all wanted. I kind of assumed that y'all were working your way back towards the, uh, the muck trench that y'all had made your way through, but you can be there at the road if you want. Beyond that is Flint in his hull. Beyond Flint is the the very, very hurt Virgil. Beyond Virgil is a group of the Circle of the Blue Flame. And beyond them is the escape, that spiral staircase. Mm-hmm. Now, it's not like this is just like a big, narrow corridor. Like, there's a town down here that y'all could try to get lost in. Uh, if you're trying to avoid these people and circle around to make it to the uh, to the staircase, you don't have to like fight your way through all of these people. But that is for for the areas that y'all have explored. That's kind of the general layout. Look, the last time I tried to help Virgil do anything uh, ended really poorly. So I kind of think he's a big boy. He would probably know to meet us back at the exit. So we gotta look out for you know ourselves here. Yeah, I mean, I'm not, I'm not asking for help. I do have a clarification, Jeremy. I, I intended to run toward everybody else, so I would suspect I would be in between everybody else and Flint, as opposed oh, to so. Flint and the Blue Flame. Oh, I thought that you were backing away from Flint. Uh, no. So you would have had to go around Flint to. So yeah, that's probably what happened. Is like as you tried to go around him, he turned and blasted you. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Into into a building. Iron Man style. Yeah. So you like shoot through the building and land in the uh, the shit ditch. Maybe I sort of fall into the ditch right in front of up their path or something like that. I mean, that's if they're going up the ditch. I mean, what are you guys doing? I mean, let's get let's get into, We're trying to get into the town so we can sneak 
away from this nonsense. So there's town on both sides, so y'all see Virgil fly into that ditch. Do y'all want to leave him to continue to be a distraction and go the other way, or go into the town on that side of the ditch? Yeah, let's sneak towards towards him. So y'all are able to get together. The light from the cistern is fading, but still pretty bright. Uh, And y'all can see behind you the bodies of the hollows lifting up into the air as this thing dislodges itself from that support pillar. Gross. Yeah. It seems that, Virgil, why don't you make a fortune roll? I just want to see whether or not Flint wants to check to see if you're dead or if he feels like he got you pretty good. Well, it's poetic. I mean, Virgil never checked on Flint. (laughs) Uh, So I rolled a fortune roll. Does Flint care if I'm dead? And got a two. Okay. That means that Flint does not care if you're dead, so he doesn't <laughs> go to check on you. As y'all are standing down here, uh, reconnoitering in the shit ditch, you can hear the, the circle of the blue flame hurrying past you on the road up above, down towards the glowing cistern. And this creature that seems to be amalgamating itself a body out of all of those other bodies. Feels just rude. What y'all gonna do? Let's slowly and cautiously make our way around the city back to the entrance. Okay, so as you make your way back through the city towards that staircase, you can hear the uh, the sound of chanting. It sounds like uh, the circle of the blue flame is trying to do something. The light from the cistern seems to keep going, uh, getting lighter and lighter, but there's some other kind of chanting underneath it. So the cistern is increasing in brightness? No, it, it the cistern's decreasing brightness. Decrease. It's, it's getting dimmer and dimmer, the light mm-hmm. from there. But there seems to be some other source of light coming from the circle of the blue flame. As you get to the spiral staircase and start going up it, y'all can see crackling electroplasmic energies coming from the circle as they've surrounded the cistern and are shooting energy up at this creature that seems to have formed itself a body of many parts. Like, it seems to be a massive humanoid form that is featureless. You can still hear that heartbeat booming throughout the underground. Do y'all want to stay to watch that magic battle? Uh, Or do you want to get out of dodge? That sounds like a bad idea. mm -hmm. And and Flint is doing what? Can we tell? Flint seems to uh, be shooting his electroplasmic stuff uh, at the beast every time it makes a big swipe at some of the circle of the blue flame. Okay, so he seems to be working for them and not for the beast. And finally, Iskra, you're still holding that rod, right? Yeah. Okay. She's firmly grasping the turgid rod, yes. Well, well. Uh, I I have wrapped it in a piece of leather. Wrapped it in a piece of leather. Okay. Just in case. You can either let something happen, or you can make a uh, probably a resolve check. Do I get to know what this is? It's probably not good. I mean, nothing is good when it's Jeremy. Uh, you begin to feel some external presence insinuate itself inside your mind. I mean, that's scientifically interesting. <laughs> that's true. So you're just gonna let it happen? Oh, that's hard. I think I'm gonna try to resist it, though. 
You said resolve? Yeah, yep, it's a resolve check. That's a no. That is a no. That's a no, three uh, for those at home. No, so whenever you resist something, it doesn't happen. That's just how much stress that you take. Oh. So you're going to take six minus that stress. So that fills my stress meter all the way up. Ooh. So do so I have a that, trauma now? You do, and I think that we both agreed what that trauma was going yeah, to be, right? Yeah, we did. Do you want to tell everyone else? All right, so Iskra is coming to the terrible realization that these uh, gills, they're not coming off <laughs> nice and it's a little harder to breathe normally than it used to be before she put them on we'll just carry uh, around a, a water bottle and we'll just have to spritz are it. you like abe now? and they're starting to dry out and it hurts this is somewhat distressing why did you why did you do this tabitha <laughs> I needed to breathe underwater. Look, just carry underwater bottle, and you know this is significantly distressing. Like I'm, I'm doing all of the bio magic that I know how to do to get them off, and I was sure I'd be able to remove them once I was done, and it's just not working. So yeah, uh, Tabitha now has the trauma obsessed because she feels the call of the ocean from time to time. <laughs> Don't we all? Tell me that doesn't make you want to just walk into the ocean. That foreign presence, you get a couple of flashes of images from it, but you are able to keep it from insinuating itself into your mind. Like, the things that you see are a brightly lit town surrounded by a green forest with the earth cracking underneath it and a lighthouse in the mountains but you're able to push those alien thoughts out of your head. With thoughts uh, of my increasing physical discomfort. Yeah, as you have a hard time breathing. You focus on the pain, the only thing that's real. Thanks. <laughs> what have you become? <laughs> All right, I'll stop quoting that song now. Thank you. <laughs> Alright, thank you all for listening to Moxie. Be sure to like, subscribe, and comment on SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen. If you'd like to hear more from Jeremy, you can check out his Amazon page. If you'd like to see some of the cute squids and other sea creatures and penguins and whatnot that Tabitha makes, you can visit her on Etsy at Quiet Nova Studios. Alright, so that is it for now. So thank you again for listening. And I hope you enjoy the rest of the show. So so we make our way back up to the surface while this weird fight between the circle of flame and flint and the strange monstrosity takes place, right? Yep. Okay. Uh so y'all have completed the quest. Yay. Good job. Y'all did what y'all came to do. Uh, I guess no, no. we're going to take this back to this person and hope yeah. she knows what the hell she's doing. <laughs> no, great. Now pay us. Yeah. <laughs> I've lost my, my magic key that let me do everything easily. <laughs> <laughs> you not only lost it, but you gave it to your rival. That yeah. Was, that was a dumb idea. You told me to do it. Did I? Yeah. I don't think I did. You did. I did not tell you to throw it at him. You said use your rock. I said 
Okay, but the initial plan was to stab through the hull. And Jeremy wasn't going to let me do that. Why I am 100% sure Jeremy I mean, was not going to let me do that. I mean, he would have hurt you for it, but he would let you do it. No. Jeremy. No. Well, luckily, that happened, and we don't need to arbitrate it again. So. Maybe you would yeah. lose a hand or something. <laughs> <laughs> then you have a robot hand. <laughs> All right, so we make it back to our... Um, do we want to do the scene of us giving the sword rod thing to um, whomever wanted it? Sabina Halfoff? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd like to give a rod to Sabina Halfoff. You would. <laughs> You're turgid All right. Uh, so uh, you meet Sabina back at that some sort of... Coffee shop or something, wasn't it? Yeah, I think it was a coffee shop. Uh, send word to her that you have the item and you meet with her there. It's damp, moist, and turgid. Uh, so now that y'all have this thing in, like, electroplasmic light, and y'all have a chance to look at it, so it's got these glowing blue crystals on it, uh, you know, it's got the seven branches on it. Uh, there's also some writing on it in a script that y'all can't read. It looks really, really old, but still pretty sturdy. It's a smooth grained wood that seems very hard, kind of a ashy color. Can I take one of the gems? You tell no, me. No, Tabitha, you cannot. I yeah, I want to study it. I'm gonna slap Iskra's hand. <laughs> <laughs> we work too hard for you to mess this up now. Well, I want to study Virgil it. worked too hard to mess this up now. Yeah, I'm gonna wreck it. Also, in the light, you can see where it looks like at some point. In the distant past, it looks like this thing was broken once before. Like, someone used, like, glue or something to put it back together. Uh, the rod that was broken. Has been reforged. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so y'all want to give this thing to Sabina? Yes. Yep. And sell yeah. the damn electroplasmic Stuff. jar, whatever. Yeah, that barrel full of electro- electroplasmic energy. So yeah, she uh, she's very happy that y'all are able to do this. So she is more than happy to work with you guys in the future. Y'all can fill in the loyal fence, which gives you plus two coin for burglary and robbery. You know, um, when we're when we're meeting with her, you know, based on how much trouble we had to go through to get this thing, I wanna yeah, I definitely wanna work her a little bit and see if you know I, I don't I don't expect to get like more money or anything <laughs> out of it, but. I, um, yeah, I, I want to, I would just let her know, you know, we, we went through a lot of work to get this. I definitely want this relationship to pay off for both of us. I have gills now. <laughs> we, we can do this. If you want people that want gills, it's a new product we're workshopping. Uh, human gills. <laughs> they are permanent and do hurt, but hey, you know. This girl's like rasping the whole time she says that. Her voice is torn up. Basically what I'm trying to get out of is I want to, I want to, Get some leads out of her. You know what is what does she need? What uh what kind of stuff can we do for her in the near, very near future? You know I want to solidify this relationship more so than just opening this fence up. Uh, she says that her ear is always to the ground, and y'all uh, proved yourself to be capable. So if something comes up and she needs help again, uh, y'all are gonna be the first people she goes to. Good. Good. After a day or two, she is able to sell the barrel of electroplasmic energy that y'all have. It, I believe that I told y'all that it was going to be worth 50 coin. That's a lot of coin. It's a shitload of coin. I think it you is said, a lot of coin. No, you said 75. What? I have it right in here. You said 75. 
No, I listened to that episode pretty recently. I'm pretty Did sure you? I said because it was I don't, 50 coins. I don't think John's put that episode out yet, so... I have my copies of right, recording, well, right, so I can, just imagine what everyone else says you whenever just I'm can listening to it. can fit five in the vault. Can we spend some of it immediately? Yeah, well, let's do, we can deal with the entanglements and stuff. Yeah, well, so what I'm going to put we... five there, so there's 45 left. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> How do we invest this? Well, I mean, we could just, you know, we'll keep that number, you know, in our hat. We'll see. We can deal with, like, the entanglement and everything else and do take an extra downtime activity with it and stuff. But... <laughs> yeah, that might have been way too many coins, but that's what I told y'all, so I'm not going to, so we, you know. We each get 11, and I think we should give the 12th coin to Iskra because she suffered most <laughs> out of this endeavor. She just got a trauma. I got all kinds of harm. <laughs> She'll fix you up. You don't have gills, though. So I'll, I'll keep track of the coin, and then we'll square it up at the end. Uh, okay. What's our rep payoff? So that's a really good question, because of the way that rep works in this game. Because uh, y'all were underground. Yeah, but people still know we were there. Some people still know you were there. Doesn't, that doesn't Let's say see. if some people know something happened. Or else we would, we would be abusing that every time we did something bad. So, uh, okay, let's see. The crew earns two rep per score by default. If the target of the score is higher tier than you, take plus one rep per tier higher. If the target of the score is lower, so you get minus that? one rep per tier. What uh, tier so, is a giant flabby mass that controls the city from within? Oh, I mean, uh, so that was all Circle of Flame that y'all are going up against. And their tier... Yeah. Uh, Tier three, and y'all are tier one, so that's two. Two more. So y'all get so, four tier. So that's gonna bump us from weak to strong. Do we pay for that? Or do we just pay for a tier? Uh, yes. No, you have to pay pay for that as well. What's the cost there? Eight. Oh, if your hold is weak, it becomes strong. Okay, so you don't have to pay for that. Okay. You only so have that to. Yeah. You only pay to advance tier. That's what I thought. Yeah, you're gonna have to pay sixteen coin to go up to tier yeah. two. Uh, and we do get an extra two coin because that was a robbery. So I'm adding that in. All right. All right. I don't remember what happens after rep. Uh, so there's the payoff. Y'all already got your money. Yeah. Who do we? Who do we? What do we need to pay? One. Is, is it we pay one coin per tier for the crime boss? Yeah, I don't remember. Uh, it's subtract coin equal to your crew tier plus one. All right. So two. So we'll pay two coin there. Back to forty-five. Who are you paying that to? I, mean, I always read it as you pay it to the crime boss of, of your section, which is the crows. Not the crime boss of where you did the heist. Okay. Yep. So. Otherwise, I don't know. We don't even know who the crime boss of the underground, you know, suck, suction lair is. So. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, heat. Um, I might say this is contained standard exposure to. We were he- well, literally actually, underground. Actually, if that's not contained. Actually, we should see how well the Circle of Flame did. Oh trying to control that thing, because if they didn't control it, then that could go really badly, sure. since it's rampaging down there near those support pillars. Luckily, it doesn't really apply to us. We weren't involved. You're right, because y'all didn't do the thing that specifically woke it up. Uh, I mean, no, we didn't. Look, if you're driving on the highway, <laughs> right, and on the other side of the highway are truck jackknifes, are you somehow magically at fault? No, of course not. I'm, I'm pretty sure that y'all were the truck that jackknifed. Which no one knows. <laughs> no one knows we took the thing, so... I mean, someone specifically paid to have y'all take the thing, so. Yeah, but she's, she, Also, she's Flint knows that, that you know? Virgil was there, and Virgil very rarely 
just shows up places like by that by himself. They're tier three. Was that right? So let's yep. roll three dice to see how well they do. That's a four, a one, and a two. <laughs> Interesting. They don't do great. What about Flint? Oh, you're right. They should get they should get an extra die for Flint. Let's take a look at that. That's a good point. Hopefully, I didn't hurt him too bad. So it's still uh still the same thing. So they do it, but there's a consequence. Yeah, for them. Hey, someone roll a d3 for me. I'll do it. Two. So earlier, when y'all are emerging out of the sewers from Charter Hall, there is a big rumble up to the north in the district of Brightstone, where part of the city has collapsed. Oh, rich people, that's fine. They'll be fine. (laughs) Oh no, do they have to deal with a thing? Poor babies. So yeah, I think that's gonna be loud and chaotic high exposure. So four heat. How would anybody connect us to that? That's ridiculous. Because word gets around. The circle Uh of the blue flame... And Flint are definitely going to be talking about it. That is going to bump us unless there's more heat. Not not for nothing, but, you know, whoever was asking about that rod probably knew what it was doing down there. <laughs> uh, so that's high profile or well-connected target. Plus one heat if it happened on hostile turf. Plus one heat if you're at war with another faction. Plus two heat if killing was involved. I'm going to say people probably died when the city collapsed. Uh, so that's plus two heat, and while the target wasn't Brightstone, that is definitely a high-profile thing that happened, so that's gonna be plus one heat as well, so seven heat total. Jeremy, what the shit? Do y'all disagree with this? Yes! Some of that heat's gotta come down on the Circle of Blue Flame. We didn't have a lot of control over that. You're right. If we'd stayed there, we would've just been killed. Or maybe y'all are the lower tier people taking the fall for their actions. Send one of their assets to prison. If y'all want to, if y'all want to dispute some of that heat, I mean, let's talk it out. I mean, doesn't going to prison strike your stress? Going to prison means that you don't get any downtime activities, so you can't de-stress. It clears all of your heat. Maybe that's what you're thinking. So our situ now is bad thing happened, so we're gonna take seven heat. We we would need to dispute. Four, four of that to not go up a level. So it's really not. We're not going to get that that far. So. So we're going to go up a wanted level then, right? Wait. Which puts y'all at what? Wanted level one. Just one. Yeah. So does anyone want to go to prison to remove that wanted level and clear heat? I can't go back, I just man. Love sending these people to prison. I mean, someone should go to prison. Yes. Yeah. Can I get healed up in prison? Uh, no, if you go to prison, you lose all of your downtime activities. I mean, I, I'm i happy to go to prison, I guess. You're happy. You have another dude, right? Do I, Yeah, I do have another guy. So, yeah, and sp- so even if you went to prison and you got out next session, like if it was a short prison sentence, it'd be, it could be, it's, this would be a short one. Yeah, because You could always take your other dude week. out on the adventure and yeah. clear some stress with, you know, yeah. with, your, with Virgil. At one wanted level, I think you're in there for just a week. Or, no, it says a month it's or a two. A month or two, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I could play a sprig, you know, if necessary. Or y'all could just let it ride. I think we I could mean, one month let level it ride not for now, bad. honestly. And we could, I mean, we could clear the heat pretty easy. Just depends on what the next... Right. So, like, well, we don't have to decide on the prison stuff now, right? Do, do we have, I mean, like, we, some other stuff do. to do, yeah. right? It's, it's, it's now, yeah. We have to now. decide. But what about, like, uh, leveling up and all that? That happens at the end. That, that happens after, at after? the end of the session. Okay. 
Okay, well, I said I was happy to go to prison, but you also said one wanted level is fine. So, which... I mean, the, re- the real... So, one wanted level means when, when the ro- we roll the entanglements roll, they're going to roll one dice instead of two dice and take the worst. So, it's the difference between basically, you know, one, like, one die. Obviously, okay. if it, it can't get, you know, if we get ten heat next session, that's obviously, you know, bad. But one is not the end of the world. Okay. Ideally, what we want to do is we want to find another way to send someone else to prison. Like we did with Bazo. Right. So I'm going to take the blame. So, like, our, we should plan on, like, spread, spending our next session doing, like, a social score where we shift all the blame onto the circle of flame and they feel the heat and they send someone to prison. That would be ideal. Right, right. Or, yeah, or we Jeremy's find and kill Flame. Or we find and kill Flame. We've done it before. That would also be good. Right? <laughs> he's already dead. No, but he's not dead enough. Okay, you guys so no one's going to prison. Like so, so are you the anti murder guy? And now you're saying they kill Flint. Mm. Have okay. you been paying attention to my how my character has actually been behaving, Jeremy? Who wants to roll entanglements? Tobias, won't you roll those entanglements? Roll You've been pretty quiet. Four entanglements. Okay, so what is the roll for that? It's just one die. One die. Just a single d6. Perfect. The gang. So gang trouble or the usual suspects. So okay, one of your can, gangs or other off. cohorts causes trouble due to their flaws. You can lose face for rep equal to your tier plus one, make an example of one of the gang members, or face reprisals from the wrong party, or the usual suspects, the blue coats grab someone in the periphery of your crew. One player volunteers a friend or vice purveyor as the person most likely to be taken. Make a fortune roll to find out if they resist questioning. Or pay the blue coats off with one coin. Fuck, we're rolling in money. Yeah, exactly. Pay them yeah, off. We, we, yeah, we need to burn money so we can just pay off. Who do they Who do they pick up? They pick up Iskra and regret it immediately. Well, it, it's someone on the periphery of your crew, so it's <laughs> one of your contacts or a vice purveyor. It should be Sabina. No, I think she'd rat us out pretty, yeah, pretty she quickly. Would. No, actually, they're not going to rat out her new best crew maybe it was eckard and he just spent the whole time whining and they just let him go out of disgust after he told them that we'd pay him so we're down to 44 coins left then we use one to pay off right gave you way too much money <laughs> yeah uh, don't worry we'll we'll probably burn the money on something all right so now we're into downtime activities so uh, y'all aren't at war so everyone gets two and you can spend one yeah, coin honestly for everyone should spend a coin we just yep. everyone should do three yeah, I'm. I'm just gonna mark that. Mark this down to forty. Everyone takes an extra action. Uh, in fact, y'all could keep spending more coins till everyone's fully healed too. I mean, there's yeah. that. That we'll, would we'll see where help. we get with. We'll see where we get with three. We could train up like a fucking banshees too. Yeah. <laughs> we could each take ten more actions. You can get extra downtime activities by either spending coin or spending rep to represent like. The fact that you're not going out on jobs, earning income, and putting your name out there. Okay. Well, I know I'm going to at least spend my first couple on healing. So, Tabitha, why don't you go ahead and roll some tinker checks for John? So, I've, I've got two types of harm. Uh, melancholia, I just need one more tick on. Uh, Jeremy, that's not what that does. Uh, I can tinker with bones, blood, and bodily humors to treat wounds or stabilize the dying. That means everyone in my crew gets plus 1d to their healing treatment rolls. I don't roll it. No, but you can roll it. So you can roll your yeah, tinker you're at plus now, 1d. Yeah. So you can roll one more die to... But that's what you're rolling gets... right now. You're rolling to treat his thing. 
So that's so, the role. Yeah, right. that t- yeah that ability lets you also tinker with people to try to heal them. So should I have added one d to that? Yep. Well, let me roll it again then. Well, just roll one more d six. So that's a three. Sorry. All right. So well, with the three, that's gonna give you one segment on your healing clock, which is enough to get rid of your melancholia. Okay. Cool. And then I'm going to have a four clock again for projected or what? Yeah, that clears out your healing clock. You can make more progress on projected. All right, here's the roll for projected. It's a six, a two, and a six. That's a critical, so that's five segments. So that's going to knock projected down to a level one harm, and you have one segment left on the clock. Okay. Good Uh, at treating burns. So I just need... Three more segments to finish out that progress clock, right? So if you want to go and spend a coin, or, well, y'all had already spent one coin for it, so Tapitha, if you want to make one more roll. A two, a five, and a five. So that's two segments. Or you can spend that point of moxie you got at the beginning of downtime activity to bump that up to heal up all the way. I get the moxie back later, right? Yeah. So... You'll, yeah, you get at the okay. beginning of downtime and at the beginning of the heist. Yeah, let's just go ahead and say to that. So I used my two downtime activities and a coin and my moxie, and now I'm fully healed. Yeah, and Kevin's already spent the coin for, for you, yeah. so you don't have to spend your personal coin. Right, yeah. All right, so Virgil's all the way healed up. Thanks, Tabitha. You're welcome. <laughs> and Virgil should probably send another coin, but let's just do a round of a three first and then yeah. send it back. Yeah. And see what we need to do. All right. Yeah, so yeah, let's go to Cliff next. All right. So I'm going to go ahead and do one action to heal as well. Don't have that much to do. Just one more kick on the progress clock. Iskra, one more time. One more again. One more again. Tinker. Well, one, five, two. That's not terrible. All right, so that's two segments. All right, I only need the one. So my black eye that I've had for three months now is now <laughs> for a long time. <laughs> I finally you just came slap out of a prison with that you. black eye. All right, and... so I'm just sort of imagining, like in fiction, we just like have like a big like chest of money that we're just sort of like sitting around. Like it, it's less like a chest and more like you know that part in Breaking Bad where there's like a little pallet of money and they lay on it. <laughs> It's like that. <laughs> Just laying <laughs> on a pile of cash. You ever seen DuckTales? Yeah. Yeah. It's like DuckTales. Yeah. But we really gotta spend this down to a reasonable amount before, like, <laughs> you know, anything bad happens. Right. Before the GM decides we don't deserve it anymore and takes it from us. Yeah, that'll last a session or two. You might as well blow it. Uh, okay. With my second action, I guess I'll recover some stress. It's actually been a bit since I've been to the... Uh, the ring, the squared circle. So I'll go ahead and do that. You said this is just like a reverse resistance check, right? You can just click indulge, indulge Vice on your sheet. Yeah. Indulge Vice. No bonus dice. All right, so you clear four stress, which is uh, just one less than what you had. So you do not overindulge. Yep, perfect. And I do have that one more I can give to anybody. I don't really have any... Really, a whole bunch I need for? I guess I could do a project. You could uh, train. Yeah, train. sounds like a good idea. Uh, mark one XP on the XP track for an attribute or playbook. So I could mark an attribute up? I kind of like that idea. Um, Don't forget that I get, did give you the opportunity to turn uh, Millie Cypress into a contact if you uh, wanted to do that. 
She was the uh, lady of the night in Silk Short. Yeah, that I that we rescued. I would like to start bumping my stats up, but you know, that's not a bad idea. That would just be a long-term project. Yep, that'd be a long-term project. All right, well, we'll take the time here. I'll meet with Millie. Is she still working? Uh, yeah, she's still working at the Red Lantern for Madame Teslin. Okay, okay. How many se- segments for that clock? I'd say... Y'all think four is fair, or should it be higher? Four segments? I four think... Is, I, mean, I, I was... Yeah. yeah, four or six. Four is kind of low, but we also already made friends with her, so... Yeah, yeah I mean, I, I think normally it would be six, but, like, Cliff is literally the guy who rescu- rescued her from the casino, so... Okay. She's already... It's like a six with two already checked off, so... And how do you spell her name? Millie, M-Y-L-L-I-E, Cypress, C-Y-P-R-U-S. All right, I've added her to the sheet and the clock to the sheet, so do what you will, make your roll, whatever. All right, a five. So I'm able to consort, because I will literally consort if I have to, but probably just, you know, meet her whenever her off hours are, take her for a drink, just checking out she's doing. It's two segments. Two segments. got it. So you've done your three plus your free, right? I thought it was two plus my free. No, three. You we, get... we paid a coin to get an extra. Okay. Can I just work my charm on her again? Yeah. Twice? I mean, because like, spending the coin means y'all are taking a little bit longer for your downtime than normal. Yeah. Since y'all are fit and fat and heavy with this big old sack. Yeah, sure, your big old sack. Use the heat. There's also training. Reducing heat would be useful, too. Yeah. Yeah. So, if I understand correctly, we kind of pretty much got blamed for that whole debacle. Thanks. Exactly. We, ha- we have three heats, so yeah. So if we could shunt some of that, you know, back onto the circle, whatever way. Three heats, not a lot, but it certainly exists. Yeah. Three so I, I'm gonna try to. I'll spend my coin, and that's my personal Your coin. Coin is already spent. Oh, Don't already spend spent. another coin. Okay. Then. Yeah, I'll reduce heat, and I'll say I'll, again, consort. I'll talk with some of the uh, people about town and get it spread that, you know, we were just an accessory to that situation. We weren't really involved. We weren't really the cause. You know, we don't we don't really have the access to raise zombies up and flesh beings, so obviously it's not us. Uh, you know, we're really more into the marine-human hybrids. That's sort of more our specialty now. I like how this is our whole specialty and not just something I accidentally did to myself. (laughs) (laughs) Might as well capitalize on it, right? Might as well. Alright, so I got a four. Alright, so that means you reduce two heat. Alright, let's go to Iskra. Alright. I don't need to reduce stress because it's already boiled over into a trauma. That means I'm fine. I'm fine. This is fine. I'm going to spend one of my downtime activities by making an item for myself. This is going to be like a combination between a fleece cowl and a camelback uh, that keeps my gills wet all the time. Okay. Sort of like a self-watering plant pot only for my neck. All right. I mean, that seems pretty, uh, not, not terribly complicated to make, so you're trying to to craft that sort of thing. I mean... Technically, it should be a long-term project to invent a thing and then uh, yeah. crafting roll to craft the thing. Yeah. So make make a long-term project, a four, a four clock to invent it, name it whatever you want, 
and I guess make a tinker check. Alright, tinker. That's a six and a four. There you go. So three segments on it. Nice. Okay. Alright, so that was uh, one downtime activity. You still got two more. Uh, I'm going to work on this a little bit more. Okay. Roll that beautiful dice footage. This is important to me. Oh, that's a one and a three. Well, I mean, that gives you one segment on it, but that's all you needed. All right, so I've I've invented it, now I need to craft it? Yeah, so on your notes somewhere, just write, you know, design for the moist cowlet. So for crafting, so spend one downtime activity to make a tinker roll to determine the quality level of the item that you produce. I might say that this is probably a two quality. It's just to keep yourself wet. Uh, unless you've got some other ideas on things that you want to do with it. Yeah, not at this time. I might upgrade it later. Okay. I don't think I don't think it keeps her wet. I think it keeps her moist. <laughs> so I don't need to make a new clock to craft it. Nope. It's just a tinker roll. You need a six or higher to make this thing. Six but you can. Or higher? Oh wait, actually, you get plus one die for having a workshop. So she make your tinker roll at plus one. But she can spend coin to increase the quality, so she'll be fine. All right, that's a six, a two, and a six. Nice. Okay, so there you go. You uh, you make a very nice moist cowlet. What does this thing look like? It it mostly just looks like a sty- well, not stylish really, but a semi-stylish uh, scarf that I've tucked around my neck. But it has a uh, super absorbent wicking material around the inside of it around my gills and a small tube leading up from a not really a tank a reservoir a small reservoir that i carry around on my back cool deal that all three frisgra it is i put it on your sheet already tabitha it's gonna be a one load item all right i'm gonna indulge my advice first and that stress relief wasn't very good i'm gonna indulge my advice again there we go and I trained. Do we want to? Does anyone else want to spend more coin on downtime activities? Yeah, I mean, I, I definitely will. Definitely going to indulge vice at least once. I go ahead and roll that. Are you? So I'm going to roll that once. Yeah, go ahead. Just so, lose so four I stress. clear four. I'm going to try to befriend that hooker. So I'm down to four. I think I'll, so I'll spend a coin and work here. on the gang's long-term project. Oh yeah, she's she's into it. After after Cliff Claw visits Miley Cyrus there. Sophia visits and shows her what what you know it's really about, and cl- cl- makes you know closes the deal. Right. So you indulge vice twice, and then consorted with her. Is that right? And trained, yeah. And trained. Okay. Oh, uh, so now that we have someone with uh, trauma, so if you do not or cannot indulge your vice during a downtime phase, you take stress equal to your trauma. If you don't have any trauma, you're free to ignore your vice. Okay, so I'm so gonna take th- a stress. Yeah, you'll just take one stress right. for for being obsessed. Do Iskra and Cliff want to take another uh, downtime activity? Well, I now secrete a poison, so I think I'm going to train in ins- in a insight, so I can maybe get my hunt roll up to literally anything if nobody minds. Yeah, go ahead. Well, we're we still got at least like what ten or fifteen coin. We don't have anything to do with. <laughs> So I I'm, think keeping, sh- I'm keeping track, don't worry. Yeah, do we so... get I'm just trying to keep it in multiples of four, so it's simple. Right. Yeah. Does anybody mind if I do that? It would be do two. It. I want to take some more activities, too. So. All right. So that's two coins to get my insight up, and I'm going to put that tick in hunt, and that clears. 
Excellent. Virgil, you said that you wanted to train as well? I've got a long-term activity on finding info about the rock. Now... Mm-hmm. <laughs> chuck that out the goddamn window. It's yeah. So, so I feel like in some ways, maybe it's more important to know a lot about it um, now. Although, like, at various points, I was like, this is a common... I think it's supposed to be a common item. So, like, maybe it didn't make sense for me to do a long-term... Like, a long-term project to find out about it. I'm sorry, but a rock I, I that eats souls and grows each time it does so is a common item here? Pretty sure I specifically told you when you found it that you've never heard of anything like this before. <laughs> yeah, but I thought I saw it in the book. Maybe I'm wrong. That's what you get from metagaming. Yeah, maybe yeah metagaming. Reading, <laughs> you know, reading the book that we're playing. Yeah, so I probably want to continue finding info about this rock. I got... It was a six clock, and I've got two sections filled so i'd probably want to do some looking spend some time to empty out that clock okay let's see i i just roll a certain number of times to to finish it out i need four things right yeah so go ahead and make a uh long-term project roll so i how are you going about looking for this info i think before i did like a study you know i was like going looking in books or something yeah more more book looking sounds good do one i'm trying to keep things even at the moment do one do one okay i roll a one so uh mark off one segment on that okay rock hunt yeah you gotta even us up you gotta take one cliff Uh, i mean i we could always train with more coin we have but eh, i don't really have an immediate have him learn about his stupid rock if you have nothing else to do not in particular okay so i'll take cliff's um coin to continue looking at my rock when i was gonna say why don't you have cliff figure it out but a cliff could help you. I mean, either either way, just trying to give him something to do. You know? Do you have a better than one in study or something that would make sense to help me research this rock? Uh, I could ask around. There you go. Yeah. I, That's I worth it. They know people and they know people with certain specialties. Yeah. Very, very specific set of skills. Yeah, very yeah. specific. I got this friend. He's got this weird rock. It, you know, sucks your soul out. Ever heard of something like that? <laughs> And then devours oh. it somehow. Oh. Nobody oh, shit. knows anything. Everyone just looks at me really yeah. funny when I say that. <laughs> Rolls <laughs> two ones. Yeah, so go ahead and uh, mark another tick on that clock. All right, so right. now everybody has eight coin left. I'm going to stop trying to keep track. Do do with that eight coin what you will. All right. I forget exactly how stash works. I've got one. I've got ten coin in stash currently. Right. So every time you fill up one of those rows of stash, that means that you are able to live at that higher tier. So like instead of like street life, you're now poor. So I could put yeah. all eight in my stash in the next row. It goes row in down. at a ratio of one to one. It comes out at a ratio of two to one. Correct. Yeah. So I can hold on to the money, but I it's not worth as much. You, well, I mean, you can only hold four coin personally. Yeah. So you have to figure out what you want to do with that money now before we get out of this downtime activity. Either yeah. you can hold on to up to four coins and stash the rest, or you can keep doing downtime activities. I've done my eight. Well, I'm going to, I had one space for one more coin, so then I've got seven left. Before I throw that seven in the stash, I want to, I want to try and finish off this clock. Okay. So I'm going to study again. All right. I roll a two. So that's one more. 
Tip right. in there. So now I've got six coin left. I'm gonna I'm gonna go back to the librarian. I'm gonna be like, look, I know you've been holding out on me. I just need to know what these ding dang soul rocks do. Like, what's what's their deal? Because I might have lost one. So now and I now I get my, get a five. All right. Uh, so that's more than plenty to finish off that clock. Okay. So what do you want to know about the rock? Maybe maybe I want to know, like, how many of these types of rocks are there? What, like, am I going to have suffered some sort of long-term issue because I had it so long? And maybe, like, how, is there some way to sort of sabotage the rock? Like, that type of stuff. So a little bit about, like, history and, like, general, and then also, like, can I use some information about the rock, like, against Flint? if I need to in the future. So I think the reason why it took so long for you to find information about this rock is because of where you finally wound up finding it, information about it was a description of it inside an old journal of a Leviathan hunter. Whenever the largest Leviathans are captured and carved up for their pieces and the electroplasmic goo is taken from them, sometimes uh, inside one of their strange organs that they have, you can find one of these rocks. And there is the uh, belief among the different Leviathan hunters that that is actually the leviathan itself and that the form around it is just armor a shell because there's a lot of bad superstitions around those things a flesh husk there's a particular passage that seems to insinuate that they uh fell from the sky when the cataclysm happens the rocks and or the Leviathan? The the rocks fell from the sky and formed the Leviathans around themselves. Mm. Okay, cool. Uh, so yeah, you get the feeling that it, or, or like if you believe this thing, then it's something from somewhere else that made the Leviathans. Gotcha. And you know that they're that it can piece itself back together. Right. All right. The the pieces that that came together are those different ones. You made a mega leviathan. Those may have come from different creatures. It seems like from these passages you're reading that the bigger the leviathan, the bigger the rock. And that the leviathans get bigger by consuming each other. All right. Interesting. So I had six coin uh, left, so I'm going to put that in my stash. All right. Does anyone have anything else they want to do? Nope. So I can, if I put seven of my eight, that'll upgrade my uh my living accommodations to one uh i'll go ahead and spend my last coin to train and resolve which gives me two xp because of our training upgrade there you, there you go. go uh so does anyone have any idea on what they want to do for next time i mean we want to get one of the stoker of the blue flames arrested for their crimes oh, and we need to do like level up and stuff right yeah we gotta level up yeah, we still do need to do that. All right, so let's start at the top with Cliff. All right, at the end of each session for each item, uh, mark XP, you address the challenge with calculation or conspiracy. I do not believe I did that this time. You express your beliefs, drives, heritage, your background. I'm not really... You know, I would say that 
since I'm very much a man about town, I think trying to wheel and deal, you know, getting Millie back on our side as a personal contact and, you know, trying to do some of this work for these other people in our downtime, I think that kind of would fit. Yeah, I think so that's my, yeah. those are my I drugs. can agree with that. Uh, you struggle with issues from your visor traumas. I don't think I did. No. All right, Iskra. I, I feel like I did address a challenge with, depending on your perspective, technical skill or mayhem, by giving myself gills. Uh, but you did that last time. I kept them. I mean, this session, you you created an <laughs> item to stop it from being so painful. So. Oh, I did create an item with technical skill during my downtime. Yep. So. yep. I All can right. agree to that. Uh, you expressed your beliefs, drives, heritage, or background. I think the fact that I did not tr- try at all to get these gills removed, but rather spent my whole downtime finding a way to live with the gills. That's a pretty Iskra thing. Yeah. Getting them removed and healing from it is not something that even would have entered her mind. So I think that's pretty in line with her uh, beliefs and background. Sounds good to me. All right. Uh, you struggled with issues from your vice or traumas. I took a stress from my trauma, but I didn't really struggle with it. Uh, I mean, you gained a trauma this time, so yeah. I'll I'll go for that. All right. That's three. You remember that whole time where you like you couldn't breathe and your throat was on fire? I think that's a struggle. <laughs> All right. Let's go to Virgil. Address the challenge with knowledge or arcane power. Yes, because I shot lightning again. Uh, express my beliefs, drives heritage or background. Yes, because I hate Flint and I attacked Flint. <laughs> I struggle with issues of advice, not so much. So I'm going to give myself two. All right. And Sophia. Well, I snuck us out of there using, you know, definitely leading a group action. Yeah, yeah. you were very sneaky. I saw the vampire. I forget what the vampires were based on my travels. Oh, yeah, that's mm-hmm. background. There you go. Yeah. Um, and I didn't really struggle with any issues, so I'll just take the two pop a little something on the side and then for our crew we successfully burgled something yep i mean arguably we also sabotaged brightstone (laughs) (laughs) so i think we should mark two for that because it was i mean if we had to take seven goddamn (laughs) heat for it i think it's it can be attributed to us i'm gonna say we we contended with challenges above our station yep we did leave bodies it wasn't us, but there are definitely a bunch of bodies probably crushed the bottom of that place, so... Or part of the big flesh monster. Yeah. But I think we did express the goals, Travis, and, or essential nature of the crew by, as usual, sticking to, you know, Lightning Man fought and fired lightning, and <laughs> weird Tinker Lady, you know, gave herself gills, and Sophia was obviously <laughs> the like, heart of the group, and made sure everything went off without a hitch, so I'm going to mark one for that. Yeah. What'd Cliff do in that? Yeah, Cliff. It, uh, what did what did you do? He Hello? was the lookout. <laughs> <laughs> Cliff did what he always does: hid yeah. from danger. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Pretty brutal. My gang needs me over there. <laughs> <laughs> we need someone to survive to tell our story. Yeah, exactly. He won't, but you know. If I'm not here, go to prison for us, you know, if necessary. I mean, that's true. He did go to prison for us, which I think counts. What would be Cliff Law if not for me? It might be survival. Well, now that we're all lawyers, we don't need (laughs) 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 you. Oh goodness! Uh, All right, that's that's all we got. I think so. Are we good with next time trying to? I mean, I feel like it's going to be like a social heist 
regarding the or social score regarding the uh, blue flame circle and try to try to see if we can get one of them get some dirt on one of them to send them to prison or at least kill a couple of the fuckers so, all right all right settle down <laughs> I, y'all have definitely uh increased your negative status with the circle of flame yes we'll definitely go to war with them over this i'm sure yeah great we, we love war and I guess you're not at war with the land blocks anymore since they don't exist. Is there anything else or are we clapping our way out of here? Well, I hope y'all had a good time with that. No, it was interesting. I think y'all learned some stuff and I put some seeds in there for a future. If anyone has a particular idea of an avenue that y'all want to pursue for trying to figure out who they are enough to get someone in jail, definitely talk about that in the chat. 